of the Living Geek. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Beast Network. My name is John and joining me as always is my good friend and tag team partner Kyle. Kyle, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I got a couple Steve Weisers going right now, as do you. And we're gonna drink them and shit. Blah! Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. It called for a two beer podcast. Yeah, today. we we've both had kind of a <coughs> weird fucking week. Week, yeah. but wrestling has saved us. Has saved us. <laughs> saved for the my most soul. Part. Yeah, it's been a fucking crazy wrestling week. Last night, a pay per view saved my life. <laughs> yes, exactly. Last night, an NXT saved my life. I think that's going to be the name of that's the name. That's of the, show. the name of the show. Right out the gate. That is the name Boom. of the show. Starting it off hot. So we got a lot to fucking get to. So I guess we'll start with payback. Yes. <laughs> and you said last week that this show yeah. would be the most forgettable show, I think, uh, or the most forgettable pay-per-view of the year. Yeah. And I, okay, first of all, I, did, I didn't think it was a horrible pay-per-view, no. but what's coming makes it the most forgettable pay-per-view. Yeah, I, as I'm like, li- not even no joke, I'm not looking at the notes right now, I'm just looking at you, trying to think of some of the matches from Payback, and I can only think of maybe like two. Good thing I wrote most of them down. <laughs> yeah. So the the opening match was uh, Sheamus versus Ziggler. Oh. It was an all right match. Yeah. They, they, in my eyes, once they had the kiss my arse match, yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm done. The, shouldn't that be a feud ender, not a feud yeah, middler? I don't know. It was fucking dumb. Sheamus is. I can I don't. I can't take him seriously as a heel. No. Like I try no, to. I can't. And I think he does decent as a heel, like he did on Raw. But when, when he debuted, he was a heel, was he not? Yeah, he was. And then he beat the shit out of Triple H or something, right? Yeah, and then he he fought Cena and won the belt from Cena in like a tables match. Yeah, I feel like he was a better heel then. He probably was. I he honestly was. don't really and, remember. And I don't it. really remember because I really wasn't watching at the time. But he he just smirks all the time. He doesn't know what. I feel like he just doesn't know what he's doing. Literally, does not know what he's doing. Yeah, he smiles a lot yeah. for a bad guy. I don't need him to smile. <laughs> Are you not entertained, John? That and that's the worst catchphrase of all time. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Um, his intro is with the the slideshow pictures, which is basically just Rusev's entrance, <laughs> but with pictures of Ireland. How, how do we do an Irish version of Rusev? Let's see. Here we go. Here's a Blarney Stone. Or I mean, something. he is trying. He did the black with the horseshoe thing. I think it's yeah. the horseshoe on it. Oh, it's the snake eating itself, I oh, think. Okay. And then he changed up his look. Yeah. But, I mean, that was great. He did all that shit necessary to like look different, be yes. different, but he's not acting different enough. No. He's just not acting like a heel. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I, I. I agree for the most part. We'll get to Raw in a in a little bit where I made a little note about his heel heelish tendencies. Yeah. Uh this match ended with 
Seamus winning, but not before Dolph Ziggler got busted hard way crazy. Hard. There was blood everywhere. Horde. There was blood everywhere. Yeah. And I think he needed like 20 stitches or something like that. Dude. So he was basically... Um, bleeding like Ric Flair. I feel just... like a stuck pig. Yeah, uh, it was pretty gross, and it was basically like when <laughs> when Ric Flair would wrestle like later in WCW, and he'd like shake somebody's hand, and his head would fucking explode, and there'd just be blood everywhere. Yeah, uh, it was pretty gnarly, and they stayed on it, which was interesting too. I guess. Yeah, I mean, there was no coming back after yeah. that. I think the match was almost over. Yeah, yeah, it was basically over after that. Yeah. And then we had the two out of three falls match between Tyson Tyson Kid Cesaro uh, versus the New Day, and the New Day retained because all black people look the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. I think the when I called the Demolition Heart Foundation thing, they basically yeah. that's what they basically did. They did. But I think that's just standard for three three person teams or yeah, people who look alike. That like black people. That was the first thing I thought. I didn't go to like where you originally thought it had been like. Yeah, it'll be like the uh, the demolition. I was like, wow, this is extremely racist. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I yeah. mean, the match itself was good. It was a good match. Yeah, uh, but other than that, it was just kind of bleh. A, a match I didn't care about, and I think this is the first time I have not cared about a match that Bray Wyatt was in was the Ryback-Bray Wyatt match. I didn't care about it at I all. didn't give a fuck because WWE did not give a fuck. No. They didn't give like any real build to it. Bray barely said a couple things. Right. It looked very thrown together. Like, hey, we need to, we need to have you guys, or at least Bray on a match. Who can you fight? Mm, Ryback. Ryback, sure. Yeah, just a very eh. And Bray ended up winning, which was good, because it was yeah. kind of like if he loses to Ryback, that's not going to help. No bueno. That's not going to help anybody. The I Quit match for the U.S. title between Rusev and John Cena uh, was, I thought it was one of the better I Quit matches. One thing that you always hear in I Quit matches is the referee going, Do you quit? Like every fight. That's the worst. It is the worst. Like just go like ask him and then put the, like, you know, I don't That's all he has to That's perfect. You can say it off microphone. Cena goes, ask him and go, I don't need you to go, do you quit? Just say it like, do you quit? Just say it off microphone. Yeah. I thought the match was like 10 minutes too long. Yeah, it was way too long. And then we already saw the, uh, we've seen the STFU with the top rope before, and it happened in a different I quit match that John Cena was in, which is his his jam. Yeah, basically. It's his jam. And uh, Lana apparently can tell the referee that Rusev quits. Yeah. That was lame. It was very similar to the uh, Bret Hart-Backlund match where I think his mom threw in the towel. Oh, yes. And then he won the world title, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So (laughs) a lot of uh, rehash in this match. And I had told you that I read somewhere on on the interwebs that apparently the original ending to this was Lana was going to take her oh, yeah. her white top off and throw it in the ring, and Vince McMahon said, "No, she can't take off her clothes till she's a full face." Because <laughs> we know only good good guys and girls take off their clothes. Yeah, exactly. It would have been a lot more unique. That's for fucking damn sure. Yeah, it would have been, but. <laughs> Just so fucking weird. That's pretty funny. King Barrett versus Neville. It was, you know, they have good matches all the time. Yeah. But it was just a weird finish. It was a weak finish. Barrett just leaves and gets counted out and then comes back and tries and 
to beat up Neville, and then Neville does the fucking red arrow. It's like okay, yeah, it's like, how can we show the red arrow without him lo- without without Barrett King not- Barrett winning? Yeah. And without Neville losing, mm-hmm. or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, it it was an okay match. Um, yeah. I don't know where that's gonna go. Looks like well, we'll get into Raw, but you know. Yes, we will get into Raw right after we talk about the Fatal Four Way match. Pretty, it was, it was pretty fun. Good. It was pretty good. It was, it was fun. a fun match. They had some fun spots in there. We had the Shield spot. The Shield spot, which was great because it like. Ambrose and Reigns are like, yeah, this is great, yeah. And then Rollins comes in, he's like, hey guys, yeah, this is awesome. And then they just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he, he's yeah. like, no, like, this yeah, is we did it, guys. And yeah. I'm like, uh-uh. never mind, we're gonna kick the shit out of you. Yeah, that was and good. then in a odd turn of events, Rollins wins by using the pedigree. That was yeah, very clever, which was very cool because I had. I think I may have stated on this podcast, why doesn't he just use the pedigree? Like, that would be cool. Yeah. And everyone was like, no, because Triple H is such a mark for himself or some bullshit. And, yeah, so he ended up using it, won the match, and retained the title. Yeah. And Kane keeps his job. Yeah, you know what I didn't do this week? I forgot to do the Kane counter. Oh. Shit. It was a lot. It was at least three again. <laughs> yeah. Because there was, well, let's see if I can go. Kane off the is t- raw, John. Let's see if I can go off the top of my head. There was he appeared at the end in Seth Rollins. We'll go backwards here. He appeared at the end in Seth Rollins Appreciation Night. He appeared in that backstage segment with Ambrose. Yep. Those are the only two I can remember. So it was at least two. The Kane counter hit two at least. Let me give him three at least. Let's go with three. We'll give him three. It was probably three. Uh, so Raw opened with the Authority. They were interrupted by Sheamus, and then they were interrupted by Ryback. And the one takeaway I have from this is this is the Ryback we need to see more. Yes. The Ryback who came out and... The big guy. And I think he's like, what did he say to Sheamus? He's like, hey, has anybody ever told you you look stupid? (laughs) And like laughs at him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like funny meathead Ryback is I what like, I need. I like funny meathead Ryback. Uh, and I also liked when Stephanie tried to talk and he was like, big guy has the microphone, big guy does the talking, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was a good little opening he's getting, segment. He's getting better on the mic for sure. Yes. If they let him do that, if it's, you know, the other shit, but whatever. Uh, and then Sheamus and Ryback had a match and Sheamus actually cheated to win. Yeah. He was like, oh, my eye. My eye hurts. And then he's like, no, my eye doesn't hurt. And then I win. Yeah. Uh, what a novel concept. This is a good way to open the show, I thought. I yes. thought it was really well executed. I think this that this Raw in general was really good. Yes. If if it was an okay Raw, it was brought up to being very good by one segment. Yeah. Which we will get to in a little bit here. Uh, there was the backstage segment where Ambrose <laughs> tells Rollins he wants to grant him a rematch. Mainly because he's insane, but yeah. also because he had actually beaten him a while back, and he's like, "I want to grant, I want to grant you a rematch. I want a rematch, Seth Rollins." <laughs> and that's when I think Ambrose tries to go Kane into giving him the match. Yeah, Dean Ambrose impressions are our new favorite. Thing I love too, Dean Ambrose impressions. Dean Ambrose. Uh, next year for Halloween, me and John are both going to be Dean Ambrose, and we're going to be called Dean Ambrose. Yes, Dean Ambrose. 
She's a great gimmick. Fucking genius, you guys. Get me another beer. <laughs> this is a two-beer podcast today. This guys. is a two-beer podcast. An in-ring interview with Neville. I think this is the first time Neville's said words on yeah. on Raw. He has a mouth and, and can speak. Yeah, and he said words, and he was interrupted by Bo Dallas. Yes. And Bo, you know, does his little, like, all you gotta do is Bo leave thing. And then he works over Neville's knee. Yes. And King Barrett comes out. They have a match. And Neville actually loses because of the knee injury. Yes. And then Bo beats up Neville some more afterwards. It was, you know, again, a a good match with the Neville selling the injury. Yes. Which was cool. And Bo was pretty good on commentary as well. Yeah. And I guess we're going to get a Bo Dallas-Neville feud, which is fine. They had good matches. I thought I loved that whole segment. I yeah. thought it was awesome. It was like, here's, we were like, here's a nice little feud. Here's a nice little thing. Got Renee Young in there doing yeah. her Mean Gene thing mm-hmm. with Neville, leading him, you know, easing him into it and everything, throwing him some softballs. Yeah. I mean, he's not fucking the rock on the mic. He probably never will be. No, but no, like, no. I mean... Bo came out there. Bo, Bo can do all the talking for the fucking match. I'm yeah. For the feud, if really, if you want to. Yeah. And I thought it was good. They, I want some more of that. It's a yes. fucking three-hour show, yes. people. Give me some other wrestlers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, here we go. Hopefully. Maybe we'll get some. Yeah. We'll get that little feud for a little while. And then uh, Rusev comes out by himself. And then Lana comes out. And then Rusev becomes Mark Marrow. And tells Sable Lana that she's a, <laughs> she's a piece of shit and he hates her and that Sable she Lana to, and she needs to leave. So she leaves and he's just fucking screaming at her in Bulgarian yeah. <laughs> for like a minute and a half. And then we go, okay, well that's the end of that, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, uh, Ambrose versus Wyatt always always good. a good time. Good, always Very a good, good time. The finish was amazing. Yes, James A. Security comes out and they push uh, Ambrose off the top rope, and he goes right into the sister Abigail. So yep. that was pretty cool. That was awesome. I, they need a. I mean, they feud for a little bit before. Yeah, Seth fucked it up and did that whole thing. That I think is a feud that can. There's still a lot of meat left yes. on that bone, if you know what I mean. Yes, definitely. And I, uh, there's a lot more to, to do there uh, for that, both. If you went, if, just imagine when if Bray goes face and Dean, Dean goes, goes heel. heel. Yeah, perfect. It works both ways, which yeah. is nice, and they work well together. Yeah. So. Uh, Cesaro and Kid versus the New Day in a, I believe it was a rematch for the titles. Ends in a DQ, and every tag team ever comes out. This was awesome. It was, it this was, was fucking fun. awesome. It was fun. Maybe some of the tag teams involved. We kind of wish they were some other tag teams. We'll get into that a little later. A little Spanish. Russian. But, yeah. But it was still... With, without their leader, their stable. Yes. Without their stable leader, El Torito. El Torito. R.I.P. El Torito. Wherever you may be. At at the restaurant, El Torito's <laughs> serving margaritas and chips and salsa. That would be great. In his bull outfit. <laughs> And then what if he, he is? Oh my god! And then he's like trying to like dry hump all the girls' legs. Remember when he was doing that? <laughs> Did he do that to Renee, Renee Young? And I was like, you don't fucking do this. I thought shit. that was Hornswoggle. No, no. Well, they both did it because they're 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 fucking little. They like fucking things. I don't know. I think that's what Vince McMahon yeah. thinks all little people do. Uh, they just fuck look at these little fuckers trying to fuck legs all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So funny. So last week I said the best segment ever was Sami Zayn. That whole Sami Zayn, Bret Hart, Heath Slater, yeah. John Cena segment. No longer. 
We have a new best <laughs> segment ever. Cena comes out to do his U.S. Open challenge. He's like, this is our title, blue-de-blah-de-blue. Your time is up. My time is now. Yeah, you cannot see me. My time is now. And he says, you want some? Come get some. And Kevin Owens' music hits, and out comes the NXT heavyweight champion. Holy shit. It's pretty fucking cool. He comes out. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I I wasn't until I I think I ac- I accidentally read something because we're uh, we get it later than everyone else but whatever he comes out and basically says and this was actually continuing from an interview he did for NXT where he said John Cena shouldn't be taking credit for the injury that I caused Sami Zayn like how dare he mm-hmm. so we got a little play off that still some beef there and he said. You know, you didn't injure Sami Zayn. I did. That's my injury. And he was talking about how, the, like, his title's better and all this stuff. And it is. And it is. And John Cena was like, um, let me give you some advice. Like, he was like, you know, he dad voiced him. Yeah. And was like, let me give Listen you some. Listen here, son. Let me give you some veteran advice. And yeah. then Kevin Owens was like, uh, fuck you. I've been doing this for 15 years, way longer than you have. If anybody's going to give anyone some advice, it's going to be me. And I guess he said, "I'm not. I'm not here to accept your open challenge. Uh, we'll fight on my terms." And he said, "If you think you know me, blah blah." And then he kicks John Cena in the gut, throws him into the ropes, and does the pop up power bomb, and then picks up both belts, looks at the U.S. title, drops it on the floor, and steps on it. So heal and raises his title in the air and then does the you can't see me. It was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. Oh, he got a man. great. He got a good reaction too. Yes, it did. Holy shit, that was so sick. It, I, I said it reminded me very Shane Douglas throwing down the ECW or the yeah. uh, Eastern Championship. You know what I'm fucking. The doing. other thing about that is it actually got like like a a gaspy reaction yeah, like when a, he stepped on the belt. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. When he stepped on it, it got an actual like, Oh shit reaction, which is awesome because yeah. usually it's just like, Oh, you know, or they cheer or yeah. boo. It was more of like, Oh shit. Like, I can't believe he just did that. Yeah. So yeah, left him. You know, when he, when he first came out, it was a mixed reaction. It wasn't people fucking flying off the handle. There was you could tell there was people there who didn't know who the fuck yeah, he was. Exactly. Legitimately didn't know like who the fuck is this guy. Um I loved it though. It was it fucking was so awesome. Good. It was great. It was uh, very good. Their, their match at Elimination Chamber Yes. Is it's gonna be amazing. Is must see and it's gonna be I mean, that's Kevin Owens' biggest match of his life. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, just a singles match, so that's not for any title. Right. Which is cool, because then maybe that means there's a chance. There's a chance. Well, there's a chance that Owens might win. That would be cool. I hate winning. You don't think he's going to win? I think Sami Zayn's going to interfere and cost him the match. You think so? I'm hearing Sami Zayn's having surgery in June, though. I think he's still costing the match. True, he could do that. He doesn't have to do much. That's very true. Just you know, you know, John. Whenever somebody's music hits now, that's oh, that's distraction. a distraction. Yeah. So he couldn't even. He doesn't even need to come out. Yeah, He'd just be like, who? Dang, oh, sorry, my dang, dang, dang. what the fuck? My my finger slipped. Sorry, <laughs> and I played both music and the fucking entrance. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> that's gonna be really interesting. Yeah. Elimination Chamber just became it became a must see, awesome. and that's what I was saying. As soon as that happened, 
and then that match was announced, Payback became the most unfor like forgettable pay per view of all time. Yeah, just because of that, and plus two elimination chambers. Yeah, Ziggler versus Stardust, which was why do you even have this match with Ziggler who? Has like twenty billion stitches in his brain. That yeah, I think this was the worst thing of the night. I agree. It was ju just basically a little squash match. I like I like both guys, but oh yeah, it was terrible. And yeah. I think the only reason it happened is so Lana could come out and fucking make out with Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah, basically, which was still weird. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, and then Rusev comes out and he's like, ah, and do not make out with Ziggler. So wait, it is. <laughs> God damn it. Is uh, Ziggler Salvatore Sincere? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Salvatore Sin Ziggler. Sin Ziggler? I didn't even think about I was like, wait a minute. If he's Mark Maron, she's Sable, then he's Salvatore Sincere. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. That's a thing that happened. And you can say that about a lot of things, though, I guess. It's true. You could say that about a lot of things. Well, like past angles with chicks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's Salvatore Sincere. He is indeed Salvatore Sincere. Who had better moveset, Salvatore Sincere or Dolph Ziggler? Wow, probably Salvatore Sincere. <laughs> Ziggler, I, just, I still need some more offense. I need some, some more better moves. offense out of you. We had uh, Rowan and Harper versus Fandango and Zack Ryder in a squash match. And Why aren't these fools in the... Maybe still a chance they could get put in there, I, I think? I, fingers crossed they beat the shit out of somebody and take their spot. Yeah. Because they need to be in this match. They're monsters. It would be crazy if they just ran the table and beat everyone. They pinned every ticket. Could you imagine? Wow. It'd be fucking nuts. They start off the match in the chamber? Yes. And then are the last two? Yes. And they pin every team. <laughs> Do you want to make these guys monsters? They pin every team. They eliminate every team. Wow. Maybe, fuck it. They eliminate... I don't know. I don't see that happening just because New Day is so hot right now. Yeah. But, yeah. they. I don't I don't know. That would be... I, I agree. I mean, if you... Yeah. If you want to get them over, that'd be good. Or, I mean, af, they'll probably be the number one contenders for the title once... The chamber match is over. I would hope so, but the thing about going, that going is... Going into Money in the Bank, I I would think. Maybe, but the thing about that is there's so many tag teams now that it's just like, who who could be the number one contender? This is kind of interesting. Primetime players, too, possibly. Yeah. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Um, I, like I, love, I love the Rowan Harper finish. It's the super kick into the full Nelson bomb. I think that's great. Perfect. It looks pretty cool. We had uh, Naomi versus Nikki Bella, and the only note on this is Paige is back, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, she helped Nikki and then attacked her. Okay. She's done filming a shitty WWE movie. Yeah, so she's back now. And then we got to the main event, which was Seth Rollins' appreciation night. Uh, Ambrose comes out, clears the ring, fights Seth. There's cinder blocks. You know, the cinder blocks are at ringside because people can just transfer to cinder blocks, and no one will notice them at ringside. Yeah, that's normal. Um, he holds Seth's, like he holds him down with the chair and he goes, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and then Stephanie tells I'll him, I'll do it. <laughs> Stephanie tells him to stop and she'll give him the match. And he goes, All right, I'll stop. And then he goes, Never mind. I'll do it anyway. And then, you know, he gets the match and everybody fucks him up. And then Rollins pedigrees him again. So, dude, that'd be hilarious if that's his new finisher. I'm totally down with it. I He's got to do it better, though. 
He did it. He did it better to Ambrose than he did, did to Orton. Yeah. So, yeah. So let us review Elimination Chamber. This is the updated card at this moment. That's one beer, damn it! Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's just violent. He threw oh it. hell yeah! Threw the beer down. It's on the ground now. So elimination chamber. There you go. I didn't get much on the thing. Sorry. No, that's fine. Whatever. I just start pouring the beer on the <laughs> microphone. This is okay, right? No, please don't. Me and John are drinking the finest of beers right now. Yes, I'm drinking Coors Light. Nope, I'm not drinking Coors Light. You're so fucking. I'm drunk, so drunk, yeah. guys. I am drinking the Zima. Yeah, and I'm drinking... And John's drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, I'm drinking like 40 of them. No, I'm drinking... We're going to get diabetes before we get drunk. <laughs> drinking Coronas. Leftover from like 12 weeks ago. <laughs> so they're good and fermented. And, okay, Elimination Chamber. We have two Elimination Chamber matches. For the tag team titles, we have New Day, Lucha Dragons. Lucha Dragons, dude. Perfect. Love it. Kid and Cesaro, primetime players... Ascension and Los Matadors. Are Los Matadors the R-Truth of the tag team division? Yeah, I think I wouldn't even give him R-Truth. I think R-Truth is better than Los Matadors. Wow. Well, I'm he's saying a, as... He's, he's a biscuit better than... than yeah, I'm just saying, like, he's always in random, like, high-profile oh, matches. Yes, totally. So, this should be a good... This will be great, I think. Can they just fire Los Matadors? I, I mean, sure, they could do whatever they Can't want. Can't they? I mean... I feel like you could at this point. I feel point. like WWE's been due on some talent cuts for a while now. Yeah, like some of, from the main roster. Get mm-hmm. some of these guys out of here. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be a great match. I love that primetime players are in it. I think that's fucking great. Yes. Because they've just been doing nothing. I mean, we saw them on TV on Monday, and that was like, oh, shit, primetime players. They're a little popping square, the little pop, yeah. you know... When they're making fun of everybody. Those promos are they're so great. good. So, <laughs> so good. funny. Um, and then we have for the vacant Intercontinental Championship, Sheamus versus Ryback versus R-Truth versus King Barrett versus Rusev versus Dolph Ziggler. That's going to be weird. It's a weird match, and it's not weird because R-Truth's in it. It's just a weird group of people. Yeah. I also wonder how they're going to do the Elimination Chamber matches because there's two of them. So are they going to do them just back to back? Because I feel like I would assume they would. I feel like putting those cages up and down is going to be. It's going to be take uh, way yeah. too much time. It's going to take a long time. So it'll probably be the first two matches, and then they raise them up and then put on. I almost wonder if they do it like um, War Game style, and they just have two rings. They just have one that's just the elimination. That'd chamber. be awesome. They should just do war games. God damn it! You know, Trips know. wants to do it so bad. Well, we, we I think we got a couple of years until Vince becomes too senile to run a company. We got to spike his his yeah. tapioca or something. I don't know, man. Got to do something. Not yeah. sure what. Uh, then we have John Cena versus Kevin Owens. That should be a fucking fantastic match. Then we have Nikki Bella versus Paige versus Naomi for the Divas Championship. And then we have Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. All in all, a better card on paper than Payback, without a doubt. Um, I honestly think the way you listed it is mm-hmm. how they're gonna how how the card's gonna go. So they'll do the two elimination chambers. Yeah, that sounds about right. Or they'll do them last, which I don't see them doing. No, at all. I think they want to make sure that Seth is like in the main event mm-hmm. all the time. So. Yeah, so that's Elimination Chamber. I guess we'll talk about that a little more. We're super excited for that. We're going to be watching yes. that closely. We will, Drinking uh, Coronas and Coors Lights. 
Exactly. We will be doing that. So let us get to what we watched last night, NXT TakeOver Unstoppable. They just, you know what it is? It's when they're like, use the hashtag NXT TakeOver Unstoppable and tweet like two words at us because you used all your characters. <laughs> That's so true. It's it's NXT Unstoppable Part 1 and 2, 4, 5, 7, 8, 9. <laughs> now tweet something. And tweet just write something like this. the letter H. Uh, and then that's it. <laughs> they need, I think they need, just take out the takeover and just name them now. It's fine. Yeah. I it's don't, WWF it's, in your house. Yes. Too long. <laughs> yes. It's too long. Just leave it as is. So I think... For this card, we don't really need to say it was a good match because all the matches were pretty good, I thought, for the most part. Oh, yeah. So it's not like we have to talk about how good the matches were. So it's just like little... I was kind of... To be honest, I was looking forward to a triple threat with Balor, Hideo, and... Yeah. I really think Hideo was starting to come into his own finally. Yes, he was. Language barrier. He's been having some awesome matches with Tyler Breeze. Yeah. The Hideo Tommy Tyler Breeze match that we saw on WrestleMania weekend in San Jose. So good. Was fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Awesome. So good. So we you know, we didn't so, get the triple threat because Hideo's hurt and right. they did like a little weird like That was good too. That little like camera thing and then <laughs> when uh Kevin Owens passed boys goes, "Oh, that's a shame." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just a fucking asshole. Yeah. And he's probably the one who did it. That's what everyone's saying, because I guess he was adamant about he wanted to fight Kevin Owens, like, badly. Makes sense. So, yeah, when like, he, yeah, makes total sense. When he comes back, he feuds with him. But that's a, that's a year-ending injury. He's done for the year, apparently. It's that long? Yeah, it's like a five, six-month recovery time. Poor fella. Yeah, I know. That sucks. Fella! <laughs> Seamus, get away from the Coors Lights and Coronas, <laughs> damn it. Finn's paint was fucking amazing this time he changed it up a little bit yeah he had like this ricky the dragon steamboat like cape thing that had wings and little horns and on had it. little horns on it he had like hands like coming up from his tights yeah that was sick and he had like gashes on his legs that kind of looked like you know dragon claw gashes yeah um and then he had this on his back it was like a dragon eye was coming out of his like back they have to be happy with all the fucking shit that they can sell just from oh, this yeah. character. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's so easy. Motherfucker never has to talk. No. Never has to talk. He doesn't. It's great. It's like that. Like what Jeff Hardy has. You know he how is, Jeff Hardy just never had to like say anything. Yeah, to- he is the billionaire's version of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The supreme rich man's yes. version of Jeff Hardy. And Finn's the new number one contender again. So this is the second time he's been the number one contender. Which is going to be interesting. Yes, especially with mm-hmm. when we get we get to the the tail end of the show, uh, Charlotte and Bailey versus Emma and, and Dana Brooke. This um, is fun. This is a fun match. It was a fun match. Some notes. Obviously, Charlotte needs to bring be brought up yeah. now. It's obvious they have nothing to do with her. Yeah, just bring bring her up. She's in a tag team match. I mean, if they wanted, the only thing I can see left is to do a feud with her and Dana Brooke. Because Dana Brooks well, is the fitness kind of chick. Funny you should say that. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even look down. No, you didn't have to look down. I was reading the tapings, and it looks like they're going to do something. So Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But the other thing, I, I she needs some work. Dana Brooke needs... For sure. 
for a little more work. sure. But I assume if anyone could carry her in a feud, it would be the best wrestler. <laughs> yeah. So in, in WWE, the best female wrestler. In yes. WWE, yeah. Evil Emma. What did you think of Evil Emma? At least they're using her. Yeah. Um, she's getting there. She's. I think she's probably a better heel than Sheamus right now. <laughs> okay, maybe not. But I don't know. They're, no, they're, that's a fine statement. They're they're on par. They are on par as heels. I loved old, my dancing yeah. I love dancing Emma. Eat, MDMA out. Yeah. <laughs> Emma was the best. Um, you know, after she stole an iPad case, she just <laughs> never got her just. That was it. She just never got her just. So I mean. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, The finish was amazing. It was the figure eight, I guess is what she calls it. Yeah, and then Bailey slid underneath and then did the the Bailey to Bailey, which was fucking awesome. It was a very good finish. Yeah, it was a fun match. But, you know, Dana Brooke, you need to work on your your shit. I mean, she has improved greatly. Sure. She's very Chris Masters (laughs) woman-ish. Yes. The, mas- the, the masterpiece Dana Brooke. <laughs> the masterpiece Dana Brooke. Uh, Rhino versus Baron Corbin. This match was all right. Is very brawly. I think it was the best match Baron Corbin has ever had in his entire. Agreed. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good little match. Yeah. And I like Rhino in NXT. Yes, he's fantastic in NXT. Great I really, veteran really like to it. have there to put dudes over. Crowd yes. can get into. It's nice to have a like a face that's just easy. To yeah, like have yeah. The, to have the crowd like, here's Rhino. Yeah, of course I like Rhino. It's like, yeah, why <laughs> Do you guys I like, like Rhino? Rhino? Yeah. yeah, I love Rhino. <laughs> yeah, so why wouldn't I? And it's a nice feud. I think they should keep it going for a little bit. Yeah, I think they should too. And then the I this this gets weirdest match of of the card. We had Blake and Murphy defending the tag team titles against Enzo and Big Cass. Yeah, and it was. Probably also Enzo's best match he's ever had. Yes. Like, he he, he had that crazy um, off-the-top rope DDT. He had that standing drop kick he did. Yeah. He it looks to be selling a lot better. We saying we need to see a little more of him. I mean, his mic skills are probably... Yeah, you don't need... I don't even... I mean... Unparalleled. They're, they're, they're the best in NXT. Yes. Hands down. Maybe Owens. I think he's even better. Wow. I mean, they're doing different things, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just so natural for him to do what he's I hear doing. You. I hear what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, you can tell. If you watch a lot of those matches with Enzo and Big Cass, he's... It's just he Cass gets... Cass is yeah. wrestling a lot of the times. Yeah. It was it was a good match. I like Blake and Murphy, too. I've always liked them. They're a good tag team. Um, the heel thing, they're still kind of getting used to yeah, that, I, don't... I think. But, yeah, definitely Enzo's best match he's wrestled in. Showed me some offense. better, Almost better offense than Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Getting there. He needs a little more boxing, because that's his background, right? Isn't it boxing? I think so, yeah. Do the little boxy thing. Shuffling the feet and everything. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. But don't go Mark Merrow boxing. No, me. don't. We, we've already talked about Mark Merrow. Because Lana's taken already. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> and Sable's She's married already, to Brock. <laughs> exactly. Already taking selfies with uh, Ziggler. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And you know what? Also, I think this is the first time, like, it took me a while for Carmella, for me to warm up to Carmella being with them, you know? Yeah. But after last night's event, I don't know if it's like the new stage setup they did for it, did a little bit of a different setup, yeah. and they added more people, obviously. Yes. But I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. All three of them, it works. And you know what? She works. didn't get, she usually gets, like, booed. booed yeah. And she didn't get booed at all. I think the crowd's finally used to it yeah. as well. Um, the... 
and I say this match is the weirdest match of all is Blake and Murphy retained because Alexa Bliss came out yeah and attacked Carmella so this is the new, new nasty Alexa Bliss new, John it's a new nasty Alexa Bliss I'm I'm imagining this is what I see with them is like heel version of Sunny when she was with LOD 2000 ah uh. Yeah. Just a heel version of that. Well, spoiler, she does have new tights that match them. Perfect. I I mean, she was good before the little kind of fairy yeah. type thing gimmick was cool, but I mean, it wasn't really going anywhere. No, I just, it's just, it's weird. It is weird. It's just very weird. I mean, no, I didn't see that shit coming. No, I didn't. When she came out, I was like, well, because you and I, for the most part, were like, Carmella's going to fucking turn on them. Oh, that's what I, sure. yeah, I think everyone was thinking that. Yeah, and then they just. They sw- they swerved us. The swerve. Sami Zayn can't isn't a good. He can't do nothing. Swerve. <laughs> Vince McMahon forgot how to make superstars. <laughs> he also became English there too. He apparently also became Adam Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Rose. Vince Rose. You're a lemon. <laughs> um, you're also fired. <laughs> but I mean. Also, I, I've said this before in the podcast. You know when Sammy won the title is like that kind of yeah. that. Yeah, he fucking finally won because you know yes. for a fucking fact once fucking Enzo and Cass get the t- actually win the title, the crowd's gonna go. Oh shit. no, they're gonna they're, blow the they're, roof off. They're, bo- they're bottling in that. They're yeah. bottling that. They're saving that moment because it's gonna be a. Big oh yeah, one. it's gonna be crazy when they yeah. win. Um, I this next match. I've been thinking about, I've literally been thinking about it all day besides the thing that happened in the main event that we'll talk about. I thought the Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch match was definitely the match of the night. And dude could be like, I thought it was so good that it could be like a match of the year candidate for sure. Wow. I definitely now thinking back at it, I, I want to watch it. I want to watch the whole thing again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that probably was the match. Dude, Sasha Banks is a bad bitch, dude. <laughs> yeah. She was like when she threw uh, Becky Lynch into the into the corner. Yes, and did the running knees and then the run. She and the, like, yeah, she is very Japan. Yes, it was. It was with the submissions and yeah. just the strikes. It was man. This the submission holds looked fucking painful. Yes, they looked very fucking painful. Yeah, when like, she was pulling that arm back. And then they were, I think Becky was doing the, the thing with the arm where she had her legs like, mo- like you know, putting pressure on the arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool, too. And then, I mean, the match itself was great. Sasha wins via submission. If you notice, which I thought was very interesting, uh, Sasha, she didn't, you know, like present the ring to Becky, but she left before. And I think that's a little like strategy in the... Uh, Production. She, yes, she didn't necessarily like give her. No, the she thing, didn't give her the ring, but, but she. Yeah. They let her have. They let Becky Lynch and y- you had tweeted out. I think this is Becky Lynch's. Like this is her, this will, like her coming out party basically. And fuck yes, it was. Yeah, I holy agree. shit, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, such a good match. And she, she, if anybody, if any diva, I mean, was due. She was yeah. due. Definitely. She was due. And she's come such a long way since, and we were talking about it last night, since that fucking, like, oh, you're uh, you're Irish? Well, do a fucking jig for us and have one of your moves be a jig where you kick someone in the head. 
Yeah. And it was just How long did that bad. last? That was not like fucking long. Two matches? Well, I feel like it lasted for a little while and then when she joined Sasha, then oh, she changed yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm ready for the rematch for sure. Um Yeah. Great match. Really, really Very liked good. it a lot. And then we had the main event, the rematch for the NXT championship between the champion Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And great match, which was cut abrupt, and we actually didn't know if the mat if the bell I had think this was the I think this was the weirdest match. Yeah, this match was weird because we didn't know if the match had ended. The referee, what like was clearly like getting you know moved you know moved by physically by Owens. Yeah, they were trying to get him off Sami Zayn. It was almost four, four referees, four referees, and then we, there was no bell that I could remember. I don't remember hearing a bell at all. Either I was just really into the fact that Kevin Owens was kicking the shit out of Sami Zayn, and we were just like, what is happening? And I didn't hear the bell. But it got to the point where they get Sammy back in the Sammy in the ring. Kevin Owens goes to get a chair. He raises the chair over his head. And then some unfamiliar music starts to play. And at first, I, I think... I knew immediately that it was Samoa Joe because they did the little like Godzilla thing at the beginning, and that's like fucking Samoa Joe like yeah, nailed the, down. Uh, entrance. And I got up and I went, "Oh my god, it's fucking Samoa Joe!" But then in it after that happens, it kind of almost sounded like the music was saying "Uha." That's what I thought. That's exactly what I'm like. Are they saying "Uha"? I'm like, that can't make sense. They showed yeah, him earlier. It, yes, and we didn't even we didn't we kind of glossed over that point that they showed all the people they just signed. Which yeah. I thought was cool, and they were sitting and watching the show. Yeah, and clearly Uha Nation got the biggest response out of everyone. My boy, which was awesome. But yeah, it it almost sounded like Uha Uha, and but that's exactly what I thought they were saying. <laughs> fucking Samoa Joe walks out, and that place went fucking ape shit crazy. Bananas. He already with has a Z. He already has a shirt, which that that right there was just like this motherfucker has a shirt already. He's probably. The ink's still drying on that contract. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he walks into the ring. And at first, he came at Kevin Owens so fast that I thought he was going to hug him. I thought it was one of those, like, another swerve. Like, he came (laughs) at him so fast that I thought he was going to embrace him. But he got up in his fucking face. And they had, and it was just a fucking stare down. And then. Owens backs away. This was great. I thought this part was great. You know, usually the heel backs away and then just cowers away. He backs away and Samoa Joe charges at him again and gets in his face again. Yeah. And it's fucking just awesome. Then, and then Owens leaves, come fakes the comeback and then leaves again. And then that's how it ends. And the I think the craziest thing is his name is fucking Samoa Joe still. Yeah, I've heard on the sheets. He owns they, it, right? Uh, I don't. Uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't know about oh. that. Like CM Punk, how CM Punk. Yeah, know. I think so. Um, they don't know. Still, they're gonna use that. But I mean, now, dude, you have, they have a shirt. To, you have, yeah. <laughs> you have a shirt with his name on it that sold out in, I believe it was mediums to two XLs in like twenty minutes. Yeah, that was insane. NXT is the best thing going in wrestling today. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yes. It, uh, it never misses. Even the worst NXT show is just like okay, what? Okay, it was yeah. Like, all right. Like, I'm not mad after I watch yeah. it. Yeah. So, Samojo is here. He has a fucking shirt. Um, and he cut a little promo afterwards, which was pretty cool. It was just basically like a typical, so this is 
NXT. I'm putting the wrestling world on notice. I'm the best professional wrestler. I'm going to kick everyone's ass, basically. Yeah. Some notes on that. Uh, he's still he's scheduled for a bunch of indie dates, which I think threw a lot of people off. Yes, that yeah. Which is why it was like, holy shit, why is he here? He's signed for like a bunch of indie dates. So apparently he's still advertised. He's still going to do all of them. That's awesome. Which is cool. Mainly because he can, first of all, because NXT is taping right now. And, he's and that's my- like a month and a half of yeah. tapes. And then he can just go do his stuff and then he'll come back you know i mean now that nxt is touring and everything you know they just did philadelphia tommy, yeah. tommy dreamer came out and i mean tommy dreamer is like i think without a doubt probably the most well-liked person in wrestling it seems like right yeah, yeah people don't and there's i don't hear anybody say tommy dreamer's a shithead i don't know yeah. i never heard that, i don't think i've ever guy. heard that yeah i mean now with samoa joe and them allowing him to do indies as well it's such a fun time to be a wrestling fan right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. And um, just the, the the endless possibilities that they can do. I mean, yeah. are they going to bring in a couple more veterans and do some something similar to this? Well, I mean, we'll get we'll get to that. AJ in... Styles, where you at, brother? No way. There's no way. It'll mm. never happen. I'm going on record right now saying Sting was any, never going to happen. I'm going to say that dangers. I'm going to say that anything can happen in the WWE except AJ Styles coming to the WWE. I think it happened. I, th- I think I, he I don't makes think, and not anytime soon. But oh, I think he makes way too much fucking money on in Japan and on the independents. He's probably has to be the highest grossing person on the independents. Oh yeah, he makes a doubt. so as soon much. As he left TNA. Boom. Oh yeah. Something I wanted to bring up is when I think the day before, I think it was Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday before the NXT Unstoppable Takeover. Yeah, you got it. Part five. Yes. The third. Triple H was on a conference call. One of the things that stuck out to me that said, like, I forgot what the question they asked was, but he said, you know, we're not necessarily going to do everything that, you know, we would do on the main roster that you would see us do on the main roster. We're going to listen to the crowd and we're going to do what they want us to do. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's insane. Fuck. Because once you said that and after watching Wednesday's show. That makes it. I don't know what they're doing. It doesn't even. I don't fucking know. It doesn't even make it feel like it's part of WWE. The no. only thing. And you know what else I kind of noticed? And I thought. I, I just thought to myself about how cool that is. If you look at the NXT logo. In the middle, of course, is the WWE logo. But look how fucking tiny it is. Mm. <laughs> It's just so tiny. You know what? I never even really noticed that was in the middle. Yeah, it's in the middle, and it's just very, very fucking small. And then it's like fucking NXT, bro. Huge. Props to Trips, bro. He, man. Triple H, I swear to God. <laughs> he's the fucking man. Dude, he's, I mean, if that's, I mean, which I think it pretty much is him running it. No, it de- it definitely is. But the other, I think the other thing I made the uh, comparison to um, when Bret Hart was a heel, he's basically yeah. He's, this is this is spot on. Basically, when Bret Hart would go to Canada, everyone loved him. Attitude Bret Hart. Attitude Bret Hart, and then when he would go to the United States, everyone hated him. Yeah. So it's basically Triple H goes to WWE, everyone fucking hates him, but he goes to NXT events, and everyone's just like, "Oh my god, you're the fucking man, dude!" Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so about Samoa Joe, um, his current deal isn't obviously exclusive, and apparently it's a new type of deal for WWE. Like they're they're like, fuck it, let's just try it with Samoa Joe and see if it works. Yeah. So 
Cool. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's a it's like a um I want to relate it to like uh like baseball, like when uh you you bring up a guy like a rule 5 guy almost like, "Eh, if you right, don't like right, him, right. boom, if you you release him, boom, he's back free to the to, yes. to whoever he wants to yes. do." Kind of like that. Yeah, it's it's almost exactly like that. So Mojo the rule 5 pick for NXT. <laughs> uh so I I sincerely hope this works out for them and I would love to see him on the main roster quote oh, unquote. yeah hopefully those merchandise sales get caught vince's eye which i think probably vince probably doesn't even know he debuted but like he probably doesn't even know <laughs> did you did you see he didn't meet finn balor until the nxt show in san jose that's the first time you met him yeah that's insane yeah but you know whatever busy guy, i guess Can't hey finn him. this is vince Hey, kid. <laughs> I don't know. Performance Center tryouts. This is next month. Some of the names that are going to be there. Kind of surprising. One yeah. of them for me, at least. Biff Busick, Drew Gulak, and Chucky e. T, Chuck Taylor. Who just became going with uh, Global Force. Yeah, which is kind of odd. But he, I don't know, because we don't know what a Global Force deal is. Yeah, obviously it's not that exclusive. No, I guess not. So, um... That's a good crop right there. Big Biff Busick fan. Uh, when I saw him in San Jose, he was very He was great. Legal uh, Eagle Drew Gulak's great, too. Drew Gulak's great. He was about five rows in front of us at WrestleMania. Yes, he was. I forgot <laughs> about that. And Chuck Taylor, I just think, is great in general. I think he is a great heel. He's a fantastic heel, and he's yes. a great worker, too. If just, Chuck Taylor gets a WWE contract, I will be really surprised. I would, too. I'll be surprised like when El Generico got some. Yes. Yes. Not that like Chuck Taylor was as big as Generico was no, on the no, Indies, no, no. but I mean, I never would have thought no. Steen and Generico would ever be in WWE. In WWE. Yeah, and doing this well. Yeah. Those are we'll see. I think those are next month. So I think it usually takes them what? It takes them like six months to sign these guys, right? Yeah, usually. Like four to six months, I would say. So it's almost like they go to the tryouts, Taylor goes to the Global Force tapings, and those are happening in those six months, and then who knows? Right. That'd be cool for any three of those guys, I think. Oh, be, yeah, totally. Be great. So, Kyle, once again, we're going to add on some... We're going to end on some sad notes. Yeah. Uh, it came out... <laughs> it's almost like as Samoa Joe debuted on... That's kind of funny, right? <laughs> yeah. As he d- debuted on NXT, reports are coming out that Destination America is dropping all TNA programming by September. Apparently, TNA's reaction to this is... I don't know if you've ever seen... There's this one South Park episode where it's the one where... Oh, man. Who is it? It's the Scientology one. Oh, I haven't seen it. Tom. Yeah, and it basically ends with, if you talk bad about us, we're going to sue you. And he goes, fine, go ahead and sue me. And he goes, we will. We'll do it. We're going to sue you. And he goes, fine, I don't give a shit. Sue me. And that's like how it ends. <laughs> that's how TNA is reacting to this. Like, we're going to sue you. So they might sue us, Kyle, for talking about this. Dick, dick, your jibs. It's not like I'm saying, oh, good, fuck them. I'm glad. No. Like, I'm not glad. This kind of sucks. I remember being pretty excited for mildly excited. If it was on a scale of one to ten, I'd put it at a six and a half. Okay, that's for good. the Destination America. I TNA. was too, and then I watched I the like, first show, and it was Come the same on. thing. Give it to me. Give it to me. Come on. Then we watched and then they the just... first show, and it was the same exact thing. Yeah. <sighs> Which is sad, but you know, you want some more places for the boys to work. Yes. Get better and to make more money and exactly. fucking drive up the competition. 
this is I mean Lucha Underground I feel like is doing it. I yeah. feel like they're doing it fucking real well. Oh yeah, definitely. The only their only problem is they're on the El Rey network, which is a Did new you network. Know, let's talk about the El Rey network for a let's second. Do it. Let's apparently, do it. and I'm gonna talk to Devin about this. I don't know if it's still true, but apparently you could have adver- we could have advertised on Lucha Underground for three hundred dollars. Wait, what? That's on how, their show? Yes, that's how much their their commercial spots cost. $300. We should have done that. I didn't know. I just found this out. I looked on Reddit and somebody was like, yeah, I mean, Lucha Underground's spots were going for about $300 a couple of months ago. And everyone was like, why did you not tell us this earlier? I have $300. I would have chipped in for that. I know, right? That would have been cool. Anyway, I just thought that was a little weird note that I just found out today. Wow, that is fucking bizarre. Yeah. So yeah, definitely this sucks. And then it just doesn't get any better for them because apparently Eric Bischoff, Garrett Bischoff, and uh, Jason Hervey are all suing TNA for unpaid money, breach of contract. That's so... It's not surprising. Do you want to know the amount? This is great. It's uh, $114,500.02. They better get that two cents. The two cents is my favorite because that's... Usually, you know, you see people... precise. It's like, and two cents... Fuck you. That's <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, the I two mean, cents is the fuck you. We've, even I've been hearing it. rumors about be- fucking uh, lighting people and shit not getting paid for a while from TNA. So this is too heard surprising. That. Actually, yeah. well, it's slightly surprising that these two or higher execs didn't get paid from them. Yeah, and I believe it's between Bischoff and uh, Jason. They're owed. I think it's a hundred and one thousand. And wow. then Garrett is like 13000 something like that. It's like a breach of contract is what they're saying. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. That's um, that's how we're going to end the show. That's how we're in it. Bomp, bomp. Bomp, bomp. I love that. It's like I find all these good notes, and then it's like, let's put all the shitty stuff at the this end. This is the Rachel Dredge, Debbie Downer moment. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so uh, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, just search Tornado Tag Radio. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sir Pingle, and you can follow Kyle on Twitter at KyleHunt00. If you guys would subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, we would really appreciate that. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and uh, give us a rate and review and all that good stuff. Uh, Huge shout out to the Livewires. They do our music, and it is awesome. All their music is fantastic. You should head on over to Twitter.com slash your Livewires. That's Y-O-U-R underscore Livewires. You can find them on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Livewires, all one word. What Fuzz, which is their album, is on iTunes, it's on Amazon.com, and it's on Spotify. And uh, if you guys would head on over to NOTLG.com slash store and buy the shirt, as they used to say in the mid-90s. Buy a shirt, folks. <laughs> buy the shirt. And uh, just head on over to NOTLG.com in general. I think that's about it for us this week. So Kyle, if you will, ring the bell. of the living feet.